0: Folks, uh, John Cassiopo has died. I don't, I don't know the details, and, uh, and well, they're not really important anyway. I just, right away I want to express my condolences to those closest to him, to, to Stephanie, to John's family and friends, and to his many colleagues and students. Uh, the news came as a shock to me. Uh, as some of you know John was recently a guest on my podcast on this podcast Circle of Willis and his conversation with me was rich and substantive like like just about everything he did in fact the conversation contained so much that i i cut it down quite a bit and uh, and some of what got cut got subsequently released on uh, some bonus materials i put out there this was mainly me and john geeking out on some of the details of old-school psychophysiology, which was my first scientific love. But when I heard the news of his death yesterday, I took the afternoon to go back through the stuff from our conversation that, that sort of wound up on the cutting room floor. I think, well, I'm you know, I'm not really sure what motivated it. I wanted to see if there was anything I would missed, or maybe I just wanted a little more time with John. I don't know. But the thing is, I did find something, something I sort of can't believe I allowed to get cut during that first round of edits. It isn't long. It's about two and a half minutes or so. And it gives uh, gives us John's thoughts on things like scientific fame and death and leaving a legacy. It's amazing stuff and well worth your time. John Cassiopo was a force of nature. Uh, He enriched all of us through his work and his perspectives on on everything from strong psychophysiological inference to living a scientific life. I'm sort of tempted to say we'll miss him, and of course we will, but I'd rather orient our attention toward how lucky we were to have him at all. So thanks, John. And goodbye.
1: I, sometimes we just have to step back and think, what are we, what, what are we trying to live? And I, you know, I this notion that scientists give up fortune for fame is silly. How many famous scientists across history can you name? Einstein. Okay, give me another one. <laughs> and if those are your odds of becoming famous, good right. luck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, they're, quote, relatively famous people, but really, they're, I mean, so they, you might know... Al Bandura, who just won the National Medal of Science. Al is 90 years old, the most highly cited social scientist in the world. But in 20 years, he'll still be in textbooks, but uh, people will be exposed to him, but they won't really know him. And you go to the person on the street, they won't know who he
0: is. Yeah, John Gottman once told me that he, he, he wanted to be like the guy, whoever it was that invented Velcro. Uh, which was to say that nobody knows anymore who that person was, but everybody uses Velcro.
1: Right. Well, that's exa- <laughs> so you want to be able to contribute a yeah. brick to the Temple of Science, right? Yeah. But recognize that whether you know it or not, by your death or shortly after that death, that will be an anonymous brick. And the temple will carry the name of a benefactor, not a scientist. Yeah. Look around the university yeah, yeah, campuses yeah. or outside. You, know, you so, don't have those.
0: So what's, what are you learning That you feel like now, this is your prescriptive advice given what you know.
1: I think one of the things is that we we can scientifically address complicated problems. We have methods, epistemology, intellectual structures in place that allow us to systematically address these problems. We'll do it in teams because of the wide range of expertise. We have to be working together to understand each other's disciplinary perspectives, to learn from one another, and to challenge each other. And by that, if everyone is open-minded, we can actually start to make real progress on that. Yeah. Uh, and it isn't by just doing all possible, but by doing objective, objective, unbiased, probative research yeah. designs and being humble. And if we solve something, we don't take that as the solution. We try to come up with a nuddled intellectual tool that challenges it because the next one's likely to be even better. Yeah. And, and if you accept that you do it, you're going to do it anonymously. By the end, it'll be anonymous. So it's about the process of doing it. The, the value isn't the rewards of fame. It's that you never had to go to work in your whole life.